Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Too afraid to ask? Too lazy to Google? Welcome to No Idea Yet. I'm today's host and welcome Freddie. Oh, I didn't realize we're still doing that. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and Alistair. Girl, man, episode 12. People get it by now. <laughs> Hello there. Because uh, at the ending, we don't say anything, so I can't mix it all up. Whatever. <laughs> so join us on the journey to find out how little we know. First, we'll discuss a topic we may or may not think we know. Then we'll go away for a week to research. We'll then discuss our findings and hopefully learn something along the way. They don't know the topic till right now, which is coming of age. Ooh. So when do you become an adult? What is like an adult? It. That is so different from your other styles, Johnny. <laughs> such as... Johnny's finally yeah. gone for one that's specific <laughs> enough rather than ethics. Uh, <laughs> the first thing I'm going to ask you is, what is the definition of an adult? <laughs> What's the de- de- dictionary definition <laughs> that is true. of an adult? That's a good question because obviously it does... Like, oh, man. I doubt it would be an 18 because it, yeah. it varies in countries, right? Obviously 18 and 21 is normally, you know, considered so standard, it... but yeah. I feel like it'll probably be like an animal thing of like past the juvenile stage, past yeah. infant juvenile. Oh, you, yeah, there's probably like a short. biological That's, answer and then there's probably yeah. like a societal answer and things, yeah. So there I think is, the, yep, and I'm thinking the biology one and I'm not happy about it because I don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, who's going to say that one first? Yeah. yeah no, um, gotta be, it's got to be when you can have kids, right? Yeah, like, sexual If you're match. mature enough to have yeah, a kid. Yeah, sexual maturity, right, yeah. Which but sadly then, in humans But maturity like and having 12. a kid, yeah. <laughs> It, yeah. it make you think though of like, but you'd say like, when you're 16 for like for most boys or something like that. Things I wrote is when do you become an adult? So for like I know the limited amount of RE I remember from GCC in Judaism it's when you're 14. So you become a man, you go through your bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah for a girl, and so that's when you become a man. In the UK, we tend to think of when you become an adult when you're 18, and I'm assuming that because you can vote, you can drink, you can drive. And gamble in the US. I think it's I mean, you drive at 17. Yeah, bit, I was just yeah. thinking that. I was like, yeah, no. I saw Freddie pop over the yeah, he's got to say. Yeah, I'd say with yeah. you could do when you're 16. And like in the US, 21 they have for drinking, but like, I, I think so. The biggest things I've put are criminal responsibility, driving, gambling, drinking, and voting. So I think it's those, basically all responsibility. I think, I think, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's what those it is, are the it? big things. When you, when you tried as an adult, isn't there a thing like, if you commit a crime at like seventeen, I think you might still be tried as an adult. I think yeah, it's a juvenile yeah, well. severity. I think. Yeah, but there's then, an interesting. There's a case I'll, I'll look that up for next week. There's, yeah, there was an interesting case yeah, regarding exactly that. So, um, Freddie, when do you think you become an adult? Oh man, well we got the biology one out of the way. I wanted to get that done. Um, so I guess, uh, I guess it's got to be like depending on your culture and your society, like it's different. When did you think, do you think you're an adult now at the rival age of uh, 26? Okay. That is me. Like, that is the thing, isn't it? Like, you know, everyone says that you look back at when you were X and they were an idiot. Now you're mature. <laughs> like, when you're like 35, you look back like, 26 year old me was a complete idiot. <laughs> he had no idea what he was doing. And then like, 50 year old you looks back and like 36 year old me was such an idiot <laughs> so i think i'm like, seeing a pattern now and i've got feel, 50 yeah. Obviously, yeah. when you get to 90 you're never, just like yeah i'm just old now i don't care <laughs> i think yeah i think you never like we get maybe the linguistics like 
you never fully mature mature because you've always got more maturation to get to you can always learn more and some people never do mature but like if you stick with the kind of like when do you stop being a child and become a fully independent person and i guess it's when you gain independence right when you when mm. you when you keep yourself alive like solely you by yourself then i think that's possibly for me a, a, a sign like i remember thinking at university or well after i'd done a bit of traveling like oh my god all the food like the reason i'm alive is because i put enough food in my body to not die <laughs> and that was all me <laughs> i stopped Sorry. being spoon-fed at the age of <laughs> so would you say quite literally somebody who needs care of full time isn't technically an adult oh he's throwing so out the devil's advocate in care full time who needs a full-time carer isn't an adult mm, just throw that, in the mix. that is a good one I mean, I'm thinking... That's kind of the circle of life kind of thing, isn't it, as well? Like, if you're talking about towards the end of someone's life, that's kind of, you know, like, you start your life in yeah. nappies, you end your life in nappies, potentially. It's, yeah. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. so we, we think of it as, like, a linear thing, but maybe it is, you know. Yeah, but I'll, I'll so cool. before we go into it, so Alistair, at the age of 24? Five. Five, five. Uh, five as of last week. <laughs> you have to say, oh, you can just... It was his birthday. Why. Yeah, I remember. So, yeah, have you got anything in the post recently? Oh, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> at the age of 25, do you feel like you're an animal? Um, I, I do now, yeah. I think um, the, 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 the sort of first thing that happened to me that was like, this is weird, was when I was working as a waiter. I think I was probably 17, maybe 18. And a woman, uh, a guest, as I call them, or client, whatever you want to call them, um, said to her, like, child, who's probably five or six, tell the man what you want. Oh, and yeah. I remember being, I was looking around the room like, what man, what are you talking about? <laughs> Literally taking a look to the left of the room. And, oh wait, I'm I'm the man. This I, this is bizarre. So yeah, I and I, I was definitely I was a You're teenager. You're the man. Then, definitely. You're the man. I was 19 at the oldest, but yeah, I think I was yeah 17, 18, and then and it was it was very weird. But yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I think yeah, adulthood. I know. Yeah, paying paying more taxes now. That feels very grown up. I don't know taxes, stuff taxes. like that. I feel like a big boy because I like when I could drive abroad properly. Does that make sense? Mm. Like, yeah. Like like I mean, actually driving was such a big thing because in my head, like I never. I didn't drive at 17. I passed a test at 18 and then didn't drive for five years. So I was always <laughs> around other people who drove. But in my head, it was still kind of a weird adult thing that I didn't do. And then suddenly I'm thrown into like having to drive all the time, completely different cars, like different places. And I'm like, I feel like such an adult. But I shouldn't be here. But like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I, I think a big thing as well for like, uh, I think where it's probably a really important thing coming of age of when you're adult is for things like when are you allowed to vote or when are you allowed to be held accountable for your actions you know for like committing a crime i think uh, there's, some, there's something in the news and i need to there'll be something to look up about maybe changing the ages of responsibility for for crimes against kids or something and it, you've got to think of like you know somebody here in america of like somebody who came out of like their 40-year jail sentence from the age of 18 and it's like, really, by the age of their 18, does that constitute an entire life sentence? Like, do you think you're still held fully accountable for what you did as an 18-year-old? And I, I think like, you'd think, well, surely, you know, there's a lot of time to change then, isn't there? Mm. You know, and even now, you see, like, you, you mm. say of, you know, they did a little, I don't know if it's a study or just a little questionnaire of, like, you know, 10 years ago, do you, th do you think you're more yourself now than you were 10 years ago? And they ask them, like, 20, yes. 30 yes 40 yes and you always feel you're your true self now compared to Absolutely. 10 years ago because yeah. you didn't know then of all the things you know now so like that's the trippy thing about time travel right if you you know they're like what would you tell your past self like if you went back in time and spoke to your 10 year old you like 
you'd be like, oh my god, it's me, I'm so young and small, and you're like, don't do this, and, and remember this, and, and make sure that when you when you go to this party, you like, don't cry about it, and they're just seeing some <laughs> old man <laughs> rambling. Old party, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, like, that's um, bizarre. We haven't done jet set absolutely crazy. <laughs> do loads yeah. of extreme sports, clearly we don't dive time travels if possible. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I did, I, I wrote a, um, I get like a journal when I was like 18, the summer of 2013, it was I believe, um, 2014, I should be aware of that now, 2014, the summer of, I kept a journal and I remember I read it back when I was like a year or two ago, I found it and read it, reread it and it, it like when I was sort of 23, 24 and it properly read like someone else wrote it, like I, I, the guy who wrote that was not the guy who was reading it as well, you know, that's five year, probably call it a five year, the gap between and it was very, very trippy to read and be like, this is, yeah, this, <laughs> I don't know who wrote this, but it wasn't me, <laughs> but it was. Also, yeah. like, <laughs> cringy little as well, at all. Oh, super cringy. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, God, yeah, for sure. The I'm, I'm, not, pub- I'm not publishing that anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> no memoirs. It's not, it's, yeah, not one for the memoir, but yeah. The thing I, I, did, I did write an autobiography oh. at 10, which was which is great, which is a really, really great read, yeah. You, you should, <laughs> you should publish. Really, it's a real lengthy one, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Project for year six. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go on for it. No, that's sick. I mean, I'm trying I think of the things that like ten-year-old you needs to write down are things that like twenty-six-year-old you. Put, I, I just have my editor in my ear all the time. I just I do, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. Headlines, you know. Do you nearly read? Do you really need to like stress how many biscuits you weren't allowed? <laughs> <laughs> all the angst I went through. I that, that's funny. I, I just this this thought of the movie year six. At what age do you? I don't know if you guys have stopped this or not. But what age do you stop thinking of other people as whether or not they were the year above you or the year below you in school? Mm. Is that is that still a thing? Like I'm 25 now. I definitely still. If I if I meet someone, speak to someone, I'll be like, oh yeah. Oh, I'll be I'll be trying to work out in my head what year they were in relation to me in school. Like why why do we do that still? Does it matter? Um, but I think yeah, that's the safest thing for dating as well. As soon as you like, oh, you know, what's the age difference between dating? Just assume as soon as you leave a place of where you're judged by your year group. Then you're okay to date, Do you like an 18 to like 22 or whatever or something like that. But if it's if you're still having to figure out what year you're not like what you're saying, I know what you mean. But do you like if you're still in school, just stick to year group. <laughs> and I'm not saying for when you are still in school. I mean, I mean, at what age do you stop thinking about that? Because I'm just... <laughs> but yeah, like maybe. The, I'll... Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> People I've met from the area of like, oh, do you like you maybe went to the same school like oh what year were you and you're like you're trying to figure out like how old are you and like mm-hmm. you said a number of your age but that doesn't matter to me who do you know <laughs> but yeah yeah i'll be very curious to get your take on this so in terms of yeah, when you when did you feel like an adult the first time i mean, um, I mean given that you've done more in the in the world of grown-up stuff i know so in, you know married at 22 at a house moved in with my wife at 22 had a baby at 25 and owned a home at 25 as well so, you know, I've, I've ticked off a lot of the list. I, I think... Wow, look at that I, smile. That's a smile. That's a, prou- that's a proud that. man. Not, not a proud not a proud boy. That's a proud man. <laughs> Moustache. <laughs> Moustache and all, yeah. Just, hopefully coming off tonight. I've decided I'm going to shave and have a beard. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to shave is, and stick it on your chin. <laughs> I'm not going to... This is going to be a slight diversion. I'll get back to the adult bit of asking Abby's granddad. We were chatting about something. He said, like, in my head, I'm still like an 18-year-old. I think that's why you hear lecturers saying like, oh, I don't even know how to adult. And like, you're teaching me a university course. And if you're saying you don't know how to adult, <laughs> that's, I guess it's, in, it, it's, I think it's probably, you know, for the lecturer that said that, it's because in their head they're thinking, when you think of an adult, you think someone who's got together, whatever. And you've got that thought in your head of what an adult is and whether you are, you are or not an adult. And yeah, I, I don't know. I think 
one one defining moment I went to the bar, a barber's when I was in Chester so I must have been 22, 23 and <laughs> I was like oh you know I've got a bit of a recede you know it's like and the guy who's probably only 18 I say only I was you know, not much older than him at all um, and he was like yeah don't worry though mate you know like I've got a mate and he's like 21 and he's like going bald I'm like well I'm flattered that you think I'm older than 20 but I also no I am the age group you're making fun of having a receipt in an airline yeah yeah that's funny yeah, he, he, he tried his best. He tried his best. Yeah, you definitely feel more of an adult when you have a receding hairline. <laughs> <laughs> that's Being able funny. to grow facial hair more consistently. So, you know, that's a big one for me. I I, I don't know if, if Freddie wants to try one as well. I think Freddie and I have fairly similar abilities of, or Good lack team. of ability in, face, in facial hair growth. When I was a kid, I just assumed that was something you get when you're an adult. You get, you know, mm. you get to grow facial hair properly when, know, when you're so an adult. I'm so disappointed about it. And I'm still, still, it's 25, still, still it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's funny. Yeah. But to yeah. be fair, Freddie's dad is one of the only people in the family who can grow a, like a it's really so solid true. beard. Yeah, so because like yeah, um, but yeah, actually my brother's not too bad for it. He's, he's got quite quite decent mm. decent funny, uh, though, coverage it? and everything. But yeah, like a, it is very funny. Yeah, step brothers they they could grow it in like when they were four fifteen they had a full beard, like feet and hair all over the body. Whereas me, I'm pretty hairless body wise and. I, mean, I feel like if they're stepbrothers, that's pretty normal, right? Oh, yeah, of course. But do you know like... <laughs> I was going to say, you're a biologist now? <laughs> <laughs> but I'd say, yeah, 25. Pretty... You never know. Or like, even more recently of when fully facial hair is kind of like consistently in a certain p- pattern, if you know what I mean. Whereas for them, mm. 16, and they were like fully there. Yeah, well, um, my, my girlfriend, Eden, he, he used to say that, he said, um, He's, he used to be buying alcohol for people older than him. Well, people older than him would ask him to buy, <laughs> buy alcohol when he was like yeah. 16, 17. <laughs> exactly, just because of the beard. Do you look at like a 16-year-old with facial hair and you're like, what? Like, I mean, I can see your child. You just have a beard. <laughs> I definitely, like when you, you think you look old, I was looking at old photos, and like when you're 16, 17, you're like, oh yeah, you know, I feel mature, I feel more adult, I feel whatever. You look back and you're like, oh man, that is such a baby face. You don't even know it. Like, you know, yeah, from 17 to a baby, like to a child, yeah, you've, you've matured, but still so noticeable of how smooth. <laughs> yeah, I looked at first me when I was two and I was like, oh, what a, what a baby. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> grow up, man. I'm with you on that, yeah, for sure. I, 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 I take the adult thing like wisdom, you know, assume that, Ooh, yeah. strive for wisdom, but know that you can't be wise because then you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of, uh, that's yeah. yeah. Stay but humble. Like, but. I, you must have interacted with young kids. I mean, I obviously have in schools and stuff, but and like summer camps. But you have a kid that's twelve, and you know that they if you, you, that they're mature in the sense that you could be like, right, I need to do this, uh, I need to be done in this kind of way, and can you look after so and so while you do it or something? And you know they're going to do it, and you know that they can handle it, and that if there's a problem, they're going to like notify you or get something done in the right way. And they're twelve, and they might be looking after like. A f- 15 year old because the 15 year old's an idiot <laughs> like there is a degree of maturation that for some reason people some people have younger than others by like years yeah mm. no for sure mm. and it also don't like, know you guys haven't got younger siblings have you so it's kind of like a bit funny but whenever i saw my younger brother younger sister doing things at like certain ages like 16 18 and I'd be like, what? You're just, you're a baby. Your friends are idiots. Or, oh, wait, no, wait, you're allowed to do that. That's that's allowed. That's what <laughs> I did. <laughs> One thing I'll go on to as well is coming of age is parent relationships and activities. So when does things change from like nakedness, kissing and bathing, 
you know, at some point, you know, oh no, you're too old now. That it's weird if I see you naked. I don't think it's ever, probably ever weird for parents to see the kids naked because it's just like, eh, whatever. But you know, for like, or like kissing or bathing is a big thing. I remember an ITV morning, and it was like, oh man, there's a woman who bathed with her like twelve year old kids still, like in the bath as they're going to high school, and it's like, it's completely normal, they like it, it's nice bath time, it's like, you're probably pushing your own thoughts onto that. And at the very least, even if they're okay with it, if their mates at school find out, they will be painfully bullied for it, unfortunately. Oh, how much you think so it's bad. okay for you and your family, which it could be isolated, like, you know, whatever, it's in, as soon as they go to school, as soon as any kid finds out, you, you've, you've made their life worse, because it's, you know, it's the thing societally we don't do. Um, but yeah, so for you guys, for when do you think that, that relationship changes, especially with like, you know, um, fathers bathing the daughters and stuff like that. Because I know a friend, she said they stopped, uh, her husband stops having showers with their daughter now, and she's about eight or something, and it's something they don't do anymore. You know, it still may help her into the bath and whatever, but doesn't shower with her anymore. And it's, there's an age, isn't there? There's that unspoken rule, I guess, where it becomes hmm. weird. I felt like it was kind of when memories yeah. start forming more. I don't know, like yeah, I don't, I don't you know, really have any memories of your that. Own so, life. Yeah, mm. but I know that I definitely bathed with my brother and sister. Like we would be totally naked, and I vaguely remember it, right? Mm. And that's totally fine. I feel like you know, I'm not. I also think we so, shower mm. a lot more than we used to because I definitely remember baths being a lot, even for, like parents having baths, whereas now everyone just has showers. So like, if you know what I mean, baths are such effort. I'm sure they're great, but what? <laughs> I just think we, we were talking about. I, I thought the, you know the, the little Britain sketch with the the, the, the bitty guy. <laughs> He's like a, like a fully grown man, like <laughs> breastfeeding. But yeah, no, I um, yeah, no, obviously, yeah, there's very much like. I, I think you just you look at it, you're like, yeah, that's weird or not. Like you'd, you'd know. Hopefully, yeah. you wouldn't be looking at it. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, although yeah. you could say like this, the nudity thing. Like we should definitely be more comfortable with nudity. Like yeah, no, feel feel feel, feel this to, to, to Fred the nudist. <laughs> What? No, but it shouldn't well, you, be you, creepy you, oh, to be around that, but you, people you, who are you, naked. Yeah. But not you necessarily yeah. that you're doing stuff with each other. Sorry, go on. Yeah, so stories of like fathers being with their daughters when they're breastfeeding and being uncomfortable. And it's like, that's such like a, you know, it's breastfeeding, isn't it? It's not even like somebody's naked, if you know what I mean. It's just kind of like, that's just a natural thing. And for them to feel uncomfortable, it's like, you want to make sure you have a to build a relationship where you can feel comfortable doing something which is necessary. Or say, like, you had to undress somebody in an emergency, you know, like, oh, we need to take the trousers off because they're on fire, but you, you're you going to make them naked. You mean, take, do you like... <laughs> take the trousers off. I, I, that's just going to talk. <laughs> off really fire. Yeah. It's, it's basic CPR, mate. Take his trousers off first. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit contrived, Johnny, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, like... You, so, know, I, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. yeah. I guess I guess the, like the other end of the spectrum you could go with that would be like say say you were looking after your grandma or something and she fell over in the shower and then you obviously you'd go help mm. her right that wouldn't be a question but obviously then you you know yeah I don't know that would be would be kind That's of a much better example than someone's trousers are on fire and you do someone's been lying someone's been egregiously lying <laughs> oh dear it's yeah. funny I think I think same with like for parents not care I assume that as you get well at least for me I yeah maybe I was being too Whatever, seeing because some parents find it weird seeing that like a daughter breastfeed, for instance. But, so in that breastfeeding example, you were saying like so that the, the daughter's an adult breastfeeding, the, yeah, and the then grand, the, 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 the grandfather, grandfather is there basically. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I, I don't think that would be an issue really, but, but that makes a lot more sense. Generation, though. Yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah, it's not just. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think like for nakedness because 
just used to it. You just realise that, like, same with, like, I don't feel too uncomfortable getting changed in front of somebody. Not saying, like, fully naked, but, you know, like, this is topless or, like, changing to boxes. Because I'm like, most likely, either you're a parent, like, especially anyone's older who's either got kids or is married, like, you've seen everything before, I'm sure will be fine. You know, obviously, not only, you know, I'm, they'll know that I'm getting dressed, I'm not going to randomly get dressed in public and just assume that everyone's <laughs> got, got a partner or a kid. But, you know, it's that assumption that, to be honest, there's some things you just, it's not an issue, is it, really? Hmm. Well, I feel like you really feel this to, to um, if, if you if you want to talk about Fred, obviously, we can cut it if you don't um it's, it's speak about johnny but the whole like nudist uh your experiences of, of nudist beaches nudist nudist colonies and everything that you sort of have dabbled with like i said it's, it's something you don't want to discuss obviously i don't want to put that on you but i think we it's interesting yeah you're more than welcome to keep this in and I, I went to some nudist camps and um it was a bit strange at first like i've never done it before i was 25 at the time and i have to say that like there are kids there, and that's the weirdest bit. Like, oh, yeah. knowing that there's children. Often the children were clothed, but the parent, but like their parents weren't. And I know you you do get used to it very quick, but at the beginning that was really weird. And then um, my friend and I noticed pretty quick that um, lots of the very old men had these um, metal or bejazzled rings around their genitalia, and just like, why are they doing it? So we googled it, and it's just like. Apparently, there's stuff to do with directions and things, but generally, it's just an aesthetic thing. And then there were shops there that had these, so we went in, and also everyone in the shops naked, <laughs> so <laughs> you just wander around these shops naked. And I was just like, I went over to the guy, and also this is in France, and my French is awful. And I was just like, like, can I try this? And then he was like, yeah, sure. And I was just like, how? And he's so is it? There's a video of me. Um, stood there with a shop assistant as he explains to me how to tuck in my genitalia into this like surprisingly <laughs> tight ring <laughs> just so uncomfortable um but yeah like so i funny. think you get used to it quick enough if you're open to it so like mm. i think it's worth talking about like i don't know i think parents and kids and stuff like i mean being naked around each other is I mean, it was an important part of life and i think it's something that we should be i think it shouldn't matter so much about maturity it should be throughout your life right but there is a like you're saying a kind of an abu where it's like oh they're kind of an adult now or they're they're sexually um not necessarily sexually active but they're sexually morphing what was it called? Mm. yeah god maturity that's the word yeah when you when you when you level up enough that you evolve and then you <laughs> yeah. yeah oh look child alistair is evolving into teenage alistair <laughs> Oh, he's still got that bit. So I think so. So to say, for like, for to, to round up a bit, is the, we think there's like a biological adulthood, and that's either sexual maturation. Maturation just sounds a bit weird to me. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> sexual maturity, or maybe something along the lines of where you stop being a juvenile, and where we may class that. We've also said about being fully responsible for yourself, of where you know you are. If something doesn't happen, it's your fault to yourself. Yeah also touch on a little bit about disability like if we were to go on that thing about responsibility for yourself like where does that leave with disabled people because of course they become adults but then we talked a little bit about your true self compared to your past self you know like so saying like as you're aging you think you are more yourself than than previously and then we got into like nudity and obviously parenting and like a thing of you know is it as you mature into an adult that the whole nakedness in front of others maybe through puberty was saying that 
this is a part of where you're becoming an adult because things like that matter. One thing as well, cool thing, uh, before puberty, kids have the same strength level, dependent on size. So it's a case of boys aren't stronger than girls. It's a case of there's no difference whatsoever. So it's quite cool. So do you know, think, oh, yeah, the boys are the strong ones. And, like, if you had a strength test with primary school kids, they'll all be relative to just them. There's no, like, clear winner. That's so cool. It's testosterone. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I think it's... But how, what we teach kids, it's about, like, gender and stuff like that. And, like, what we inadvertently end up teaching of, like, you know, boys are strong, girls are weak. And... As an adult, that may be the case because of hormones, but until that point, no, it's all the same. That's quite cool. That's bad. Mm. So, yeah. um, I realise I, I didn't have any questions for you to go away with. <laughs> but, so, the thing of just look up, so when do we become an adult? And also maybe look at different like societies of where um, people become adults, so be it like due to religion, culture, tribes, anything like that, and also look up a bit about crime, because I think that's it. And vo- crime and voting, I think, are two big things possibly drinking and if you wanted to look into it at parents but yeah why we chose those ages lovely 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 awesome right. so that's it so uh, we'll Sounds see good. you in a week and you'll see us in a couple of seconds so if you'd like to welcome us back to the show it's been a week for us and all five seconds for you and we're talking about coming of age when do you become an adult and we've talked about some things about like is it do you classify it just as like your sexual maturity or is it more like a mental thing? And also then kind of different cultures seems to be the case of, you know, you know, in Judaism, it's 13 for boys and 12 for girls. And, you know, in the US, it's 21 to drink, yeah, 18 to be enlisted or vote. And the UK is the same, like 16 to gamble, 18 to vote. And when you can be charged for crimes. So we've well, Alistair and Freddie have gone away to do some revision for this week. So, guys, what what have you got for me? What have you got? Anything yeah, stand out? Crimes are expensive, man. Crimes are expensive. Definitely the legal, legal stuff was a bit of a rabbit hole I went down, which was basically fairly sensible in most of the world. And then the US is just mental for it. <laughs> like, they're like, you know, putting 12-year-old kids in jail. And it's this, I don't know, there's a pretty harrowing TED talk on it, uh, which you can listen to if you want it's probably not going to be linked below because it's a bit i don't know no it's it's, it's it's actually quite worth worth a watch but it's um yeah it's pretty harrowing stuff yeah like literally you know sending 12 year old kids for a life imprisonment and then being held in like a you know sort of effectively a, often an adult prison until their sort of trial and then and then for their 18th birthday oh happy 18th birthday you get to join an adult prison you know for the rest of your life it's just pretty you know i feel like the, the re- rehabilitation and everything should be a completely different situation right for a kid you'd think like you'd, you'd hope um but yeah, no, so yeah, that was a bit of a, <laughs> a rabbit hole to say at least. Because I, I read a bit which is saying of like, um, for maturity is, you, for like your brain, the, I think different studies suggested that it's really as you get into your 30s that you get full maturation of your actual brain. So like 25 yeah, that's, to 30, yeah. that's the kind of age of when you're starting to. And before then, apparently there's an increased risk of mental health problems dependent on like things that happen to you along those lines. Um, oh God, for sure. Yeah, I saw a lot about that. Like about the the potential risks, or just the, the 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 problems that you have in adolescence, is there such an important time where you have to make big decisions? But you're more susceptible to using drugs. You're more susceptible to abuse. No, I I did research a bit on this brain development stuff though, and I think it is is super interesting. Um, in terms of you think, oh yeah, you you know you sort of mature probably done by the time you you know you stop growing by the time you're sort of fifteen, sixteen, eighteen, maybe you know depending on how you are i guess but yeah super i think it's very individual it's very much we don't know much about it and 
yeah, like definitely. I think obviously in terms of new neuron development and everything, it carries on throughout your whole life, right? So it's always going to be like changing. But I think in terms of your actual growth and everything, that's yeah, what like potentially into your thirties um, from there. Brief research. So <laughs> I didn't know. So must have. So been. is it a case that you're saying like we don't actually know a huge amount about the brain developing? Just that you know, it's not like suddenly 15, 18, you stop developing your brain and you're an adult. It's it's it's, it's, yeah, I, it's definitely it's definitely continuous. It's I, again, I think it always fascinating like this, this could definitely be a huge rabbit hole but it always fascinates me about how little we know about the brain and it's kind of like mm. the source code for the, the simulation so <laughs> <laughs> if we're living in the simulation like we can't know too much about the brain because then, then they'll figure out what, what what's going on <laughs> behind the curtain yeah. um that's always i don't know amused me as a little thought there but yeah, yeah no like, I, I think yeah it's, uh, it's pretty fascinating yeah it's like the, there's what mars is more better maps than the bottom of the ocean kind of thing where it's like something you, which is so close which you think surely we've got a handle on and it's like not not in the slightest no yeah. okay. we'll let elon musk not even you know, that but imagine put in the, it's, yeah. in the link oh, yeah. i'm so excited i want to join in but i just feel like it's gonna cut off it's so, so like it's the fact that it's also it's in your head like and, it, and it's like you can Between talk about it because right you now. own it yeah. yeah and then like you said like we know so little about it it's like you know nothing about your own hand or something and you're like well i've got it um but i actually have no idea how it works and also the idea that your brain is just in a meat mech and that that's the only thing isn't it so you're just like you got a little brain to grow away that's who you are you're just in a little your little meat blob and then your body is just to transport it around and for it to function and to stay alive and yeah yeah meat and people who don't want to exercise yeah. like, well, what's going on look after your meat oh, mech man oh no there, well, there's so many layers Service it. It, get, it? get mot'd you know <laughs> Like something that um, was surprising to me in my research was something that I assumed was, uh, how do you explain it, real, such as adolescence is actually just a social construct. Like there was, it wasn't invented until recently, the idea of teenagers or adolescence. Adolescence was created quite recently. I didn't get a date, but it was invented. Mm. And it's the fact that like it splits up into kind of biological where you start to become an adult, but that's that's the beginning part of adolescence inverted commas and then you have the kind of social part where you're allowed to suddenly drink and smoke and buy things and vote and stuff so it's kind of it serves as a way of splitting two parts of adulthood apart mm. and, and people mm. are like totally against it some people criticize the idea of having adolescence because they say it like puts pressure on people and like it is a very like I was saying a valuable decision time making where you have to decide what you're going to do as a career and blah blah blah. But people totally don't mature at the same rate. Not even just girls mm. and boys, just like so, so one person from another. The, the only thing I the only sort of qualm I have with that when people say, "Oh, it's so terrible that you know you have to decide your 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 whole you know your career when you're a kid or when you're young." It's like that's that's, cause that's how time works. It's, it's, you know, no one's forcing it. It's just that's how you know you can't decide your your career when you're an adult because when you're in your fifties because. You, you, you know that's literally yeah. just how that's how time works i'm afraid but yeah I, I'm, I'm with you late. i think super interesting in terms of the other sort of development in terms of like say victorian kids up chimneys and everything you know they definitely would have been you know not worried about their teenagers in the same way that we are now obviously with their <laughs> you know, you're off, off, off you know off to work at seven or eight and then breadwinner by nine <laughs> and you know yeah it's a i think yeah the, the sort of trauma and events in your life changing you and becoming pivotal moments in terms of your like development i think that's a really i know that that came up repeatedly and stuff and stuff i was looking at this week because mm. well, yeah it's funny i was reading one thing and i was saying that like you were saying about like kids previously before the age of 12 they were considered not you know aware enough to sign contracts which would have them working up until they're an adult 
And it was like saying, so from the age of 12, you sign a contract, it all good thought. And someone's like, yeah, this is fine. They can choose to work when was this, until sir? they're 25. So like from some kids from like the age of 12, they used to be able to have contracts. So yeah, just, I mean, yeah, when like what what, what oh, time period was this? Right? I can't remember the time. I remember period. I on the spot here, but it was like a while ago. I'm guessing. Ago, yeah, probably like probably like the nineties, like the, like the like the late eighties. It was probably. <laughs> I remember it was, yeah, no. it was the, the thing of like where does the eighteen year thing come from? And it was like an American article, and then it relayed it back to that. It really, it came from the Brits and the idea that is medieval times. That's the age you would have been able to become a knight, uh, but that wasn't really helping of why they decided uh. it. But I know as it went further back, the Catholics decided at least for adults was really when you became, you know, for girls when they menstruated and for boys. Apparently when they grew pubic hair, that was like one of the deciders for when you hit puberty for boys, you start growing hair. Um, you think you go when your voice breaks, might yeah. be easier to check. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, fully. But there's like also lots of lots of cultures have that, don't they? It's it's when you, like when you, a, when it's you a physical like menstruation you. or yeah. As soon as you can have kids. Yeah. The same some things usually is girls which t- develop earlier than boys. Yeah, hence why like Judaism is it's twelve for a girl's bat mitzvah and it's thirteen for a boy's bar mitzvah. Hmm. Things like that. I think yeah, that's yeah. Well, in in the, in the Roman life, times, that's, that's, that really is quite true. So I go yeah. for it. No, in Roman times, a, a girl is um, sexually mature and becomes an adult, and depending on your social standing, depending on basically how young that would be, <laughs> like you know, really really well off girls would be like wed at twelve, whereas the boys weren't considered like adult adults who could do what they wanted until they were like twenty twenty five. It's very much yes, yeah, defined by the culture and defined. I looked up um, different ages in different cultures, different ages in different cultures. A few ages that I found which were quite interesting. For example, if you were part of a branch of Christianity, like confirmation happens around 12 to 15, that's kind of adulting. If you are in the Baha'i, I think I'm saying that correctly, you are spiritually awakened at 15 as well. If you are a Roman, obviously I was saying it depends on if you're a girl or a boy, but girls, it's hella young. And then the fun part, I quite light in the church of the jesus christ and the latter-day saints until you are eight you cannot sin and then after that you're considered kind of like a form of adult where you can sin <laughs> and it's your fault and that also <laughs> eight is when you can like, sin. Ties <laughs> with... yes yeah no, but this ties seven year olds stick around oh yeah it's fine but <laughs> when you're eight that is where the responsibilities <laughs> yeah. kick in mate all right what are you doing yeah exactly but <laughs> that's the bad. thing is this is what happened with the judaism is that when you have your bum part of the reason it's celebrated is because the father is now no longer responsible for your sins. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> What's with the sins? Get all that weight on your shoulders, yeah. No, it's, um, I, know, yeah. I was reading one thing which was uh, quite a nice quote for being an adult. It was, Maturity is the ability to integrate acquired knowledge into daily life and to use the information supplied by the brain to suppress the urges of the heart. He has the capability to make hard decisions based on his understanding of the consequences of intended actions. But it was it was actually it was it was on a, a Jewish website because um, I was trying to look at just the twelve and thirteen thing and saying like how it's changed societally because it used to be you know twelve thirteen well thirteen for the boys they go out and start having to kind of like earn and you know again you're losing that responsibility from your parents whereas now socially it's changing you know you can up to the age of like. 20 you don't need to worry about whatever you do because you're usually going to come home to a warm meal you don't have to find your own food 
as is an interesting thought to say like how you can say as we were saying previously like you know your brain actually doesn't develop properly until you hit 25 30 but there's actually a huge increase for people staying at home before moving out and you could say for whatever different factors that includes of like you know not being able to afford to move out or of a case of it's you know there's not as much incentive anymore yeah you know you it's a completely it's a completely hard. cultural product right yeah it's completely a cultural product of you know mm-hmm. and your of, of, yeah yeah, the situations the, you're in. But. The point, the, the opinion I'd say he had was that we've changed. That it used to be people did mature earlier because you had no other option to. You were kicked out of house when you were like 13. Whereas now, we we have the option whether or not. Not say the option, but it's not the same kind of circumstances. Hence, mm. why you may see. Yeah, I reckon it actually affects your brain. Mm. Yeah, now you said oh, like sure. I mean, people who go through trauma that affects your brain in one way, right? But I mean, just having to fend for yourself and think about more things, you can feel it, can't you? You know, when you, mm. you start living you independently, can see it in people you suddenly meet, have to you know, do stuff. You, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can Go definitely, it's, it's, it's absolutely the case. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, a story springs to mind was um, when we my friend were at university. We were in the kitchen, he's in our first year flat, and then this this guy was, um, he came in to cook some pasta, and, like, he just put this spaghetti in this pan and just turned the hob on and then walked out walked out the room. And we were sort of in the little, like, you know, sofa area bit of those, like, kind of student first year flat things. And Wait, no water? We, did, we were sort of chatting, yeah, no water. We, just, we were just chatting, I was just chatting with my mate. And then we didn't really clock what he was doing until the spaghetti just burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> and just, you know, smoke <laughs> And we just, like, and obviously, you know, had a chat with this bloke he just never cooked before in his life. And just, you know, I was like, it's just... Like, it's, yeah, it's just bit, like yeah you can take the things we've run about, but <laughs> just, it's just you know, like if I just put it in and make it hot, that'll cook it, right? <laughs> was, I, oh, I, I love the idea he was walking walk around the supermarket, like looking for the. Wait, sorry, where is your soft pasta? Well, your pasta seems really hard. Like, I don't know. Where. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you have to cook it. He's like, what do you want home? Is it, you know? <laughs> I think that's something that actually I've learned. Not even like is the cooking, not is anything, just it's the accept your own ignorance and just Google how to do it first. And if you follow it, you're going to be fine. But just, you know, people yeah, don't even do that. Accept your ignorance and then start a podcast about it. <laughs> That's oh, what you need to do. Start yeah. A... <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. But like today I had to take a car battery out and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to quickly make double, triple, quadruple Google to make sure I'm doing it right. And, you know, the first thing pops up is like, do it, disconnect negative first. And I was like... I didn't think I actually knew knew that. Like, I think at the back of my brain I knew it, but I'm glad I Googled it to double-check that I had to take the negative off first. For slightly dying. Mm. Uh, slightly yeah, dying. I that, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Semi-fatal. I asked my brother this of when did he feel like he became an adult. And he said, obviously, there's no, like, pivotal moment. We said, like, one thing of he, he's got his own theatre company. And when he, starting off in acting, you'd see, like, the adults who had their own stuff, and he'd be like, right you know, you're learning from them. And they're like, mm, you'd have a thought, is that right? Is that wrong? What are they doing? I mean, like, but they've been doing it for ages. They must know what they're doing. So listen to the sound advice and go for it. You're having that, you're knowing you're on the back foot, so to speak. And then he said, as going on to it, I realized when I started employing people, it would be like, why aren't you doing this? Or a case of, do you know, like, or you realizing you're having to impart the information that once you were trying to look for. I said also another another side thing is sometimes when you see people being like, oh no, I now know that you are doing it wrong or you're not doing it wrong. And that's from experience rather than, I think, <laughs> you know, definitely with Google, yeah. is that's given kind of like a, a false experience, which is kind of, it's still, you've got the right information, but not necessarily the emotion behind it. So you, cause you, know, you can still like, have to go through it. Yeah, yeah like, like saying yeah. To, trying to 
you know, correct a mechanic because he's saying, actually, I Google that and this isn't the right way to do it. But the mechanic knows, yeah, tri- trial and error, that's the right way to do it. But I know if I do it this way, it will be better <laughs> or it's mm-hmm. easy to do it. That's like, so like, if it's in terms of lived experience versus like knowledge, like, okay, if you wanted to find out about giving birth, who would you like sort of rather talk to about it? A would man. you rather talk to a mother, <laughs> a mother or a male doctor? Like, who would you rather, you know? It'd be it'd be quite you know kind of a crazy thing to talk about, right? If you because mm. obviously you could have a mother who doesn't know any of the scientific stuff, but then you can have a doctor who's never obviously never done it. So yeah, yeah, it obviously depends what your what your goal is to what which yeah. you know which knowledge you're going to you know if you're studying for a medical exam, you're probably going to want to talk. I to mean, if the male, uh, but yeah, sorry, if everyone. the male doctor's done it a bunch, like if either of you have read that awesome that awesome book, uh, this is this is going to hurt by Adam oh, K. Yeah, no, great yeah. book, mm. great book about about him working in the nhs i mean he delivered thousands and thousands of babies and you know mm. i'm not saying that a mother doesn't know this or a guy does know or doesn't know you know but, but like, i mean in terms of if you, if both you experiences are valid yeah. to listen to right oh absolutely yeah yeah. but if he's never like pushed on out of his body then obviously that's going to be going to be quite different one, right? one... but yeah he'd probably got oh if, you, oh, if you're asking how it feels yeah yeah, yeah well yeah true. that's what oh, yes, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, i guess it's yeah are you delivering it or are you going to have the baby i guess you probably like i'd ask him how to deliver someone else's baby, but i definitely ask a, a woman how what it feels like to give birth or what i need to know about yeah, yeah. that's good so, so one Point. one fun thought i saw is do you know for parents of say one person who has one kid they will know how to parent that child like none other. Whereas one parent with three kids, they know how to parent three children, maybe not each one as individually well. I'm not saying not as in, mm. but do you know, like it's a different kind of parenting or the parent that has 21 kids, like each one is a parent. Each one knows how to be a parent, but it's all different like management, isn't it? Because one, you know, one a kid, a parent with lone children, they will be completely different parenting experiences because of the individual child as well as the, the person. But it's kind of like you'd think the more kids you have, the more of an expert you are. But realistically, I feel like the person with one kid is going to be an expert in that one child. And the pe- person with three kids, uh, it, it changes. It's not the thought of you think more kids, surely the better parent. But also your ability gets negated by just effort. <laughs> you know, you've got a job, you've got mm. a housework, you've got one kid, two kids, three kids. So you're not maybe able to do stuff as you'd like to do it. Seriously, so any to any twins or triplets listening? Uh, just a quick, you know, <laughs> go ask your parents how good they think they are. <laughs> we can <laughs> email us about that. Yeah. yeah um, no, I, I think that's yeah. But it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's an interesting point. Yeah. Did anyone look up some f- cultures which had traditions to become an adult? You know, so Judaism has bar and bat mitzvahs. One thing I've seen is so. So I always think it's quite funny for like tribal things when becoming an adult. This kind of you may have like a, a rite of passage. One is. So I think it's in South America they have um, bullet ants and these are meant to be like the highest pain rating of any ant feels like you're getting shot and there's a tribe which you have to have a gauntlet of all their heads so like it's kind of like wearing a glove just a bullet ants and you've got to wear it and it's like that sounds mad whereas there's another tribe I think it was in Africa and they have lots of cattle as their kind of you know that's as their focal point as a tribe and so part of it, you have to run over like loads of cattle. So they line up loads of cows and then you've got to run over the backs of them. As like, no way, message. that's sick. But it's really funny, the idea. I think like... I'd definitely rather that than the, than the ant glove. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. The ant glove sounds like the worst way to get that. a superpower ever. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. I knew about the other guys. Like, guys, can't we have cows instead of ants? 
Oh, <laughs> if, yeah. if, if, if they're like the opposite side of like a ravine or something and they're just looking at you know i don't know why you'd have cows next to a ravine but you know you know what i mean <laughs> you're just looking across and like god damn i really got born into the wrong tribe over here with my <laughs> dancing around with cows but just wearing these <laughs> being buried alive without some that's funny and then there's the mixture where they've got the got the whole helmet made of cow heads and you're like i don't even know how i meant to wear that <laughs> just slowly munching on you um, bullet cows oh, do you remember yeah. Johnny when we were in Tanzania that guy was talking about how he, like originally the Maasai you had to kill a lion to yeah, become a man really. that, was, that like, was it so, uh, I think you, you were saying that they were killing too many lions or they're not able to kill any lions oh yeah that they were killing so, too yeah. many lions like, yeah. like the, the, it was endangering lions because they'd go out of their way it, it's funny just... as well that idea of like say if you've had a tribal tradition for years and years and years and suddenly, new people move in and say, "Nope, can't do that anymore." Mm. You know, for some people, be like, "No, you, you're not allowed to be an adult anymore." Effectively, it's saying to somebody, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like if, they, if they are literally yeah, killing the that many lions, then it's, you know, it yeah, it'd be really <sighs> sad for them. I, you can bet as well they do it in the sly, and probably still do now. Basically, mm. has anyone... also, I mean, it's the it's like the yeah. original problem was the fact that other like we're the reason that there aren't enough lions to do it. If that makes sense, like we kind of caused it the spiraling effects no you can't but kill them anymore anyway, sorry yeah i did <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, we came over in our colonial times and really enjoyed killing them but and our guns were too good uh, and yeah you haven't you've got none left now so you can't kill the ones you got left i guess the so is good and bad guys and that they go. thought of which either from personal experience or something you researched you thought it's kind of a good little point about the coming of age well see, i i the, the take-home point for me really is just the whole thing about how these these moments in your life where you do would become like you know you realize oh, i think it's it really falls down to responsibility and then so obviously there's like bigger ones in terms of the, the normal ones most people go through like i'm sure like we were saying before like having a kidnap but i do believe that like or you could hear i can imagine like if something particularly traumatic happened to someone you could like you'd be like that was the end of my childhood like mm. you know I, I feel like i saw that on an interview or something where there's you know women talking about like yeah like I think something sort of abuse thing i think with um yeah that, that was the end of my childhood that was you know that, I, I don't remember anything you know nothing after that felt felt the same as it did before so you have these pivotal moments where it's like really yes um, i guess there's there's two ways of one's more of a, a societal adulthood and one's a personal one and then yeah, one is a yeah, legal sure. one of where they have to decide you know you could say oh yeah no you're you're old enough to to vote and drink and join the military but if you go to a workplace, you're very much the newbie. You're not an adult yet. You're not on that playing level. Whereas, and the other thing is the personal adulthood, where it's, you know, from pivotal either trauma or even positive ones as well, of where, you know, maybe you went camping on your own and when you were relatively young, you're like, you know, actually, I've got a hold on it. Now you feel confident enough to go out into the world. So that could be another pivotal mm. moment, which isn't just trauma, but positive. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's definitely like positive things as well, I think, to take from it. Mm. Just many countries have their own festivals or days that they have, which are just nice celebrations. There's not, there's no force. It's not, they're not generally. Some of them are based on religions, but they're generally just like a nice cultural thing. So, mm. like Papua New Guinea, they wear cool hats and they have lots of leaves on these special hats that hang down to their like uh, to their midline to the to their waist, and they dance around. Looks cool. In the Philippines, they have. Um, special dress like super strict and they have to wear like coats and ties and stuff and um, like the, a girl when she turns 18 is like surrounded by 18 special men uh, in the 
lives, which is like boyfriends, relatives, and stuff. And, you know, they have candles with flowers and stuff. Whereas Filipino men, it's not until they're 21, kind of do whatever they want. Like any family can do what they want. It's more important for the girls. But um, there's that. Uh, In Scandinavian countries, they have like a party at around 18 or 21. Just like, just have a really big party. Same in uh what was it latin latin america i think it's called the quinceanero i forgot how to say now quinceaneras yeah and it's like super expensive like this is where girls get mad amounts of money it's kind of like you could relate it to like bar mitzvah type thing mm. like the the family puts we're talking like ham, family heirloom gold is handed down to you at 15 years old and then you could like oh, put it in a box and never touch it again just like, well, uh, we yeah. for, Johnny was saying like what age you'd want to give like give your kids money like or you know what if you if you were trying to say to give your kids money what age you want to do that <laughs> yeah no no I was just, I was gonna relate because I know we mentioned it before but like I know you're saying obviously yeah, like 15 definitely you wouldn't want to give you know right. I mean obviously it depends, <laughs> depends on the kid as well but I mean I'm like, I, I, I know when I was 15, 15 thinking, like like yeah but don't you think when you're 15 that like I, I mean I still kind of do but a grand is a crazy amount of money like if yeah, I gave I, my fifteen years off a hundred pounds, I would have been so yeah, so I'd happy. Laughing, like, just, yeah, give yeah, yeah. just give him a hundred. Just give him a hundred. Yeah, the first year I got paper was when I was fifteen, and it was like I remember getting to get the money, and then it'd be like, oh my god, that you know, working my uncle's marquee company, and it was just like you know, that was that was that was when I was like, yeah, this is this, <laughs> this is bad. Ridiculous. He just gave us like a wad of, of cash, and was just like, yeah, don't get mugged, mate. <laughs> <All the way. laughs> I went to stay with him for a few weeks and just you know. I love the idea if he's um, a really responsible uncle and gives you like three grand just in cash. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> What is a fifteen-year-old going to do with three grand in cash? It wasn't quite. I didn't work for quite that long. It was boring. Yeah. Can I buy a bike, please? Yeah. That's waiting for somebody your age. <laughs> I'm going to take it off you because you're not responsible enough. But yeah. I, but yeah. Oh man, what can you even I mean, buy? I remember, what yeah. can a fifteen-year-old really buy with cash? Like three grand cash, anyway. Like a lot of sweets. You spend <laughs> Probably. it. On. Harry Potter. I'll buy the lot. Yeah. And then be like, yeah, yeah that's I'll trust right. you all of fifty yeah. quid. Oh. Yeah, do I do remember being like tokens. seven or eight? I think. Yeah, I remember like seven or eight, and like um, Mark did a thing with a twenty pound note. You know, when you drop it and you have to try and catch it. Yeah, it's a different uncle actually. Um, but yeah, and I know I, I managed to catch it somehow. I remember looking at it, being like, "Oh well, this is it. I'm set for life now. Like, I can, you know, twenty pounds. <laughs> I can buy a house. I can buy a car. Like, what? You know, no worries." So yeah, but that was, that was I mean, yeah. Then he took it so, off you. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I think my mum was always like, oh, got to let him keep it, and I think he's borne a grudge against me for it to this day. <laughs> I've been struck from the wheel. And now, I mean, like to be honest, like imagine uh, twenty quid is so much money, and then yet if we went to a pub, you would get you wouldn't even get change from like three pints. Maybe well, I can dream. Put on the pub. Put on the pub. Yeah, if you're up north, Saint Johnny, then maybe it'd be alright. <laughs> Do you think that's like one of the things of like a good litmus for it is like financial responsibility? Because the hopes is by that point, you could say you can just be financially think, yeah. savvy, but then you'd have no emotional maturity. Or anything else. I know that really, yeah, that really plays back to the whole brain development stuff. Because I think that's yeah, your attitudes towards a risk and your attitudes towards like just how emotionally, you know, obviously the sort of stereotype of teenagers being more emotional. But I think there is obviously science behind that and with your brain development stuff. Um, yeah, it, it, I guess it's so, yeah. that, um, decisions based on understanding of the consequences. I guess that's it. Isn't exactly. It? It's the full foresight to be like, if I do this now, how will it affect me and the others around me? And I think I guess the first thing usually is you learn is if I do this, how will it affect me later on? And then slowly it gets to affecting, I don't know, that's me spitball. This is, this like ties hugely with Wikipedia's 
general theme of um, turning into an adult, which is that there are many things that make an adult, like, you know, social and biological, and they are all inconsistent and contradictory. <laughs> Just because you have, you can have 40, you know, the whole, like, midlife crisis idea where suddenly men are all... Okay, so not back. to drag this yeah, Start, start again, mate. Go, go for it. The from, idea from that the, uh, yeah, midlife crisis. That... Like I said, Wikipedia page, inconsistent and contradicting ideas, because you have like the idea that when you're in, you're having your midlife crisis in whatever your forties or fifties or however old, you suddenly blow a bunch of cash like spontaneously on a car or something stupid. Like is that the opposite of what we're saying about being able to understand thing money and consequences? Yeah, fully. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good yeah, point. Nice. I, I guess it, I guess it's <laughs> that thought though of like. I've lived long enough, and I've been responsible for my actions, and outweighed and like weighing up the consequences. Now I'm gonna have a break from doing all that pressure <laughs> and responsibility, and get what I want, and not think about it. Yeah, I, I think you know, there's a good argument to be made that we yeah, you never really grow up in a lot of ways, but mm. I think it's only again it's the kind of thing where you're all, you are always changing, you're always developing, and you only really can appreciate that if you take the time to look back and see yeah. where you've come from. Because obviously, because you because you're you and you live yourself, you live your life every day, you kind of don't really notice these things changing mm. until you look back and you're like, oh damn. Yeah. So yeah, the power of journaling and stuff like that. So yeah, so I think that's a nice ending. Yeah. Yeah. So to to round up, we kind of had different things of where different cultures have different ages for different reasons. Somewhere in between, like you know, mental and physical maturity. Um, brain-wise, for us, it seems to be about you know twenty-five to thirties when you're actually starting to mature to a way that you're not going to have detrimental effects dependent on events but at the same time sometimes pivotal moments be it traumatic or positive they will you know take you out of your childhood early so to speak mm. and there's again lots of different ways that contradict each other of what we may class or not class as adult behavior and when you are an adult or not i thought that was cool but you made me think i should definitely get back on writing a diary i mean you forget the little things right yeah totally yeah, they are nice. It's very nice. Yeah. Not memoirs, but do you know, like a effectively like an autobiography, but mainly just so if I die early, and Ezra doesn't know who I am, then he can read it. Mm. And you had some sort creepy of video tangible thing that you've you know that you you you, 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 you know, from recording of your voice or something that he could listen back to you know. Oh, I wonder what to I get your do. views on random topics that came across every week. Uh, so, my yeah. son will think I'm a robot. What? <laughs> 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 so we hope you've learned something because we've learned something um thank you for listening it's been a thank you to alistair and a thank you to freddie and a big biggest thank you to me jonathan your host thank you and (laughs) goodbye for next time So thank you for listening to No Idea Yet. If you've liked the show, you can always follow us on Instagram. It's No Idea Podcast. And if you have any comments, information you thought we missed, or recommendations for the future, drop us an email on noideayetpodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned every Saturday when we drop our new episodes. And an exit from my very own Alistair about coming of age. I'll tell you what, guys. Don't know about coming of age, but having a few beers or seven and whacking your age range up to 30 to 60 on Tinder and swiping away makes for an interesting evening. Thank you, Alistair. And thank you for listening to No Idea Yet.